0: Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Salim, and I just got a buck into ya. Papa with a truck into ya if you go to church.
1: (laughs) I love that very, like, mellow version of that song.
0: I wanted to do a cover. I love that.
1: And it's Alexis, and I'm that level of delusion you need to survive this idiotic world.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and this is
1: lemonade. Lemonade. And, and
0: tea. tea. We tried. Take <laughs> him <come> the intro. <laughs>
1: I'm sipping on this tea, lemonade and tea. Yeah, I'm sipping on this tea. We're kicking it with Salim and Alexis, lemonade and tea from Maryland to Texas. But all around the world, everybody wanna taste of the lemonade. Hi
0: Salim, what have you been up to? Everything, 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 everything. Okay, so my energy is not as like on a million today because I'm so tired. Um, this is we're filming this the weekend. That uh, if you follow me on on Instagram at Salim H Seventeen, if you follow me on Twitter at Salim H Seventeen, I if you follow me, I you'll see that I I. <laughs> Kiki'd with the local queens, and I became friends with Pangina <laughs> heels
1: <laughs> so tell tell the listeners how that happened. you're on spaces there was a whole space dedicated to panjo heels so if you're not on Twitter, you can't join the space but if you're on Twitter, there's a drag race clubhouse space um just for all things drag race all things um. Black POC point of view of, like, the show RuPaul's Drag Race. So if you're not a part of it, cl- go search for it and then um, join the space. And then you'll be goofed and gagged with all the tea.
0: The link is below. So go it's ahead. It's always
1: and... in the description.
0: Y'all can always find it. We always promote it. It's always in our description. If you it don't know, by know where to find
1: Lovely Miss Salim mm-hmm. with my amazing girlfriend, and. And it's a great conversation every fucking week. I'm not even joking. I'm not even hyping it up because I know them. Like, it's legit. No, it Low-key, really is. this is this is tea. I've stopped watching RuPaul Drag Race, I think after season 10. Like, intensely, I've stopped watching it. <laughs> I think we reviewed last season, and then that was mm-hmm. even, like, very, like, mentally damaging for me. But... I don't even watch the show that that much, but I'm always in the room week to week because it's just great energy. It's great conversation. It's we t- they talk about everything under the fucking sun with a very POC black headspace. So if you're into that type of thing, always check the RuPaul's Drag Race Clubhouse because it is on the app Clubhouse, but Spaces on
0: Twitter. Your or again, links are below. Um. Yeah, no, it's so dope. So so, we ended up getting Pangina on, and Pangina really, really loves our space because it is, you know, obviously pro-black POC space, and we intensify our voices <clears throat> because white people um, have been heard for all of eternity, and that needs to stop, so... You know, um it was just so great. So so uh she was going to be in DC and I I was like, hey Pangina, here's the thing. I'm if you know me, I'm a bitch who shoots her shot. And I do it in a very solemn way. <laughs> and I uh when we were on spaces, I was like, "Hey Pangina, <laughs> um I see that you're going to be in DC, but the tickets sold out so fast, but you know, so I won't I might not be able to come, but uh I hope that you have a great time and I'm excited for you to see the drag scene. And then she DM'd me and she said, You wanna get tickets? And I was like, Yeah. Um and, and then it just went from there. And I was just like, This is insane, like so fucking cool and um so yeah, so that happened and then I went and it was just yesterday. And I just have to say I had the best day ever. Like, I really had the best day ever. Because I get there, um, I do the meet and greet with Pangina, I'm like, hey, it's me, Salim, from Drag Race Clubhouse. She goes, oh my god, I realized your voice. And I was (laughs) like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And she gives me the biggest hug and is, I just have to, like, she's so sweet. sweet. It's I can't even keep I keep saying sweet, but like really just such a beautiful human being. Truly. So um she also so after we did the meet and greet, uh, you know, obviously she did her show. And then while she was doing Q and A, I think <laughs> me and Alexis actually talked about this after, but she so she was doing Q and A and so she was like she was like, Salim, where's Salim? And I was in the back getting a drink of course um <laughs> and she's like plug the podcast and so um I plugged the podcast and it was so dope and people were so sweet and yeah it was just such a cool experience oh wait here's how it got better um because <laughs> it did I like after the first show I just kind of hung out with the, the local queens because I always support my local queens um support and- your local queens that and pay pay your local queens tip these tip them they all have money they all have cash up tip them um so yeah so um i was there i was just hanging out and talking and then pangina came and pangina grabs me and goes we need to we need to talk like we just need to chit chat and i'm like let's do it i'm like ready to go like let's go so it was just cool i got to hang out with her i got to hang out with the queens i felt very part of an inner group (laughs) that like (laughs) I was like cool I'm just gonna go with it I'm just I'm here oh y'all want me to come oh we gonna have lunch right now okay bet so like I went back to the little corner area and we all had food and ate and I just like got to talk to to Pangina and then I stayed for the second show I was supposed to I was planning on leaving at like 7 30 I stayed (laughs) I didn't leave till like 10 30 and I got there at like 3 p.m so I was there for like seven hours um And then after the second show, I was literally about to leave. I was saying bye to everyone, and then uh, Pangina came down and like grabs me and is like, "Come on, let's let's talk and like hang out for a chat." But and it's just so cool and really, I'm such an energy person, and we kind of vibed on that for a little bit. And like, I just I can't even just yeah, just like she really just is the most beautiful being. We talked for like two we talked for two hours y'all that was mama y'all did a whole club uh drag race clubhouse solo (laughs) solo (laughs) girl solo it was just so awesome and she really is just amazing and i have nothing but positive things to say about miss panchina heels as much as she is talented and just highly respected and is truly amazing in her art she is just as like an amazing person like really oh all right that's my quote <laughs> that. i'm so tired <laughs> yeah it was just it was just so cool so i just feel like there's a lot of things that are coming and this is just a great uh yeah there's a lot of things that are coming and i think this is a great segue into our topic we're Ooh. so we gotta we gotta do something dope, dope with our little segue we need, yeah we need like a little um
1: jingle or fucking bail Every time we transition. Yeah.
0: Ding, 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 ding. Transition, bitch. That Literally. should exactly be it. It should be Literally. that. <laughs> yeah. So it was so awesome. But yeah, this is a great transition into our topic today, which is... Spirituality and manifestation.
1: Come on. Come on. Come on. Bam, bam, bam. So, Salim, so like, how was your religious upbringing? And um, how do you see religion now?
0: Um, So, I grew up... Uh, if you don't know, my family's from Ethiopia. <laughs> I feel like I'm Bob when Bob goes... Um, I'm from Clayton County.
1: <laughs> no, because you always... Like, that's the thing is you always have to resave because you
0: never know, know when this is somebody's first episode of like they don't That's know the tea if you are new here welcome and thank you for listening to our beautiful black voices um yeah so i uh yeah i grew so i grew up i was a I'm Ethiopian and so my family we grew up greek orthodox um it was a. It's a very like. It's a very the the extreme version of it is a very extreme religion. A little bit of a. No, nah, it's extreme. I've yeah, I've seen it. Um, because I grew up with it. Um, my parents weren't like. We went to church most Sundays for the most part. Like we went to church most Sundays. It was we we didn't really skip it as much. My aunt. If I was at my aunt's house, I had to get dressed up. I had to get dressed up. We had to wear uh, Ethiopian garment. Um. Which I was, like, fine with some days. And then some days I was like, I don't feel like wearing this. I just want to wear jeans. So they are like, if you're going to wear jeans, you have to wear a netella, Which is, like, this really big, it's kind of a really big scarf. And for women, we have to cover our entire bodies. Um,
1: at least the- down
0: to Nutella.
1: It's not like you're saying I know. <laughs> I know. I
0: know. I know. I know. and but yeah, so it's just a massive scarf that – so women have to cover their heads and uh, mine – it has to go down to our knees. From our head to our knee at least has to be covered because um, your butt has to be covered for sure. But yeah, it was it was very that uh, – it was just intense sometimes. Um, I really – like, I was just like, oh, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. And then I think for a moment, I ended up having actually a more, like, Christian, religious, like, background. I think by the time I got to college, I was a little bit, a lot more in- involved in my beliefs when it came to Christianity. Um, but, yeah, that was more so of, I don't know, I didn't really give them up. That was more so of, like, what my upbringing was like. It was, like, Sunday we would go to church. Um, it was spoken, to, like, and just in my house, it was like, yeah, you believe in God, that's it. Yeah. This is the story. That's it. Like there's nothing else. And other people have other religions, but this is th- this is yours and you didn't have a choice in it. So <laughs> literally. That's just what you have to believe in. What was yours though? I mean, very very much
1: similar. Um I was born in the church, so to speak, where since the minute I came out, I was going to Sunday service every freaking Sunday. Going to Sunday school on Wednesday. Vacational Bible study, um, all the things. My mother is still very much religious, um, and so it was always like drilled in us to be Christian. Have God, like God is the first thing, the main priority of everything, um, and your life should be heavily like the your the center of like what you do and why you do it. She should be evolved around your beliefs and your Christianity and your faith. And, um, and so now I don't, it's not to say that I don't believe in God because I, I feel like, um, I still kind of do, but like at the same time, like I'm not that hung up on the, uh, whole ideal of Christianity. I don't mm-hmm. like the cult like system and I don't like a lot of their practices, but that doesn't say that I, that my faith is entirely like gone. Because I don't think that's true, but also I don't know what exactly
0: I'm holding on to, if that makes sense. That makes, yeah, that makes complete sense. I completely understand that. I feel like I relate to that more. I think me and you kind of overlap in the sense of, like, how we feel about things. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I honestly, it's the same thing. I started uh more so questioning religion, I think, after I graduated college, which was, like, in 2017. So like fairly recently. Yeah. Um but yeah, like I just like things never added up to me. Like growing up, it I was very I Here's what I'll say. I remember the conversation being about uh, uh the conversation of we love everybody except for these people, XYZ. these people, this group, this group, this group, right. this group, this group and this group. Also, what I want to tell you is that we will also shame you for you being who you are as a person. Like, not even talking about just being queer, but like, I just had a lot of, um, I think my experience when it came to the church was very, it was just a lot of shame was involved. Yeah. And I don't like that. Because to me, I was like, I'm living in a contradiction. Everything to me and everything, in the fact that I like, noti- I kind of like noticed it as a kid, but I was like, but I can't say anything. So I just won't say anything, but everything was a contradiction and it didn't make sense to me in the sense of, I was like, why am I being shamed? I was body shamed like in church, like, and that was just because of culture. But y'all want to say that you're good. Like I would go in and be like, y'all want to say you're good people and you love people, but you made us feel so bad about what we looked like. I didn't, I wasn't even a bad person. It was just because of what I looked like. Like what sense did that make? So for the, me, I was like, oh. "No, go ahead." I was just confused.
1: No, I want to say that the church it has
0: been the most
1: judgmental place that I've ever been in my entire life. Like, yeah. I feel like I have, have to like unlearn so many things because of like how involved I was, like, or how much I was just forced to be in this place that I was constantly uncomfortable in. And I know some people like, again. It's, there's a lot of queer people that are very much religious and I don't want to say that I disagree or like don't want to put um that I feel a certain type of way for religious queer people or just religious people in general I don't have any beef with nobody but I just feel like I was kind of like from a child I've always been uncomfortable in church and there was it was always like I couldn't pinpoint what was making me uncomfortable until now, when I was just like, it's just, it's so judgmental. It's so hypocritical. It's yeah. so, it, it's like, it's, at the end of the day, it's a business. Like, it's, I'm just like, well, how are you putting your well, faith in something that is literally into- just a nonprofit of like, Kind of, but, re-
0: like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, like, no, really... No, but by, by definition, it kind of is. Because you get donations to right. help your organization grow. It is a nonprofit organization. And so, I'm inside.
1: just, like, it's very, like... And that's the thing, is that, that, like, no... Like,
0: is getting away with what they're getting away with.
1: But, like, no one wants to unpack it. Like, no one... Like, you can't be in the church house and have these questions and be given a straight, correct answer of, like, why... This is the way that it is. Without so they have the a rule
0: against it. Don't question. Don't question God. Right. Don't question the higher authority. Don't question. They tell you not to do that because for that reason. Yeah. And I remember we had. Um. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'd be trying to. I really try to like notice when I do it because I. I. I don't. I don't want to do it. You've been doing um, good this season. You've been doing good. I'm trying. <laughs> I know. I'm fucking. I used to run. Anyways. Um, Yeah, no, I just... What was I talking about? <laughs> you was <were> about to... <laughs> not about to give a whole story and don't know what you was talking about. Um... <sighs> well, Y'all, I'll, I'll, It's really been a long weekend. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was say, well, I guess I'll continue you know, on my point. And so I feel like the The thing that, like I'm holding on to is because I can see why people are so religious. Like I get it. Like, for example, yeah. my mother is a single mother with four kids who did not always have money to make ends meet, but those ends were met. How she still cannot understand it till this day, how she was able to do it herself. And because of that, she like there has to be something greater than me ordering my footsteps and providing for me because I was not even able to provide for myself. So I get it, and I also get it, and it's also very clear to me when the good things happen to people that you also, that you want to be like, oh my God, God is so good, he blessed me with X, Y, and Z, or like Mm -hmm. these things have come to me because of my faith. Like like I must have earned these things because of my faith. But... On the other side of that is like but why there's still so many poor Christians? Or why are there so many like Christians who are in these situations that they're like can't get out of like and I mean like devoted Christians and not not just mm-hmm. even like people that like are being slick or you know the the mega million pastors not even those people but like the the people that like are praying every day, praying every second, giving their money to the church. Um, doing what they have to do, why are they constantly not being rewarded for the same thing and the, mm-hmm. and to Christians like well i I want to be rewarded by going to heaven, but why is that the only reward if you' mm-hmm. if you see that other people are getting these other tangible earthly blessings, why are you not allowed to the same things if you're doing the same work? Mhm yeah, and so that's why I have the hang up of like,
0: I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Don't understand. I don't. Yeah. No. I. I think that when I. It, it's so interesting because um, we had uh our priest come. Our priest, my parents' priest, <laughs> um, come to the house, and so we kind of actually had a, a conversation about this. I think uh a while ago, but. He was asking me, he was like, your generation of kids don't come to church. Like you guys got to a certain age and all just never came back or didn't want to be a part of it. And I said, well, yeah, I, I can't speak for them, but I also can understand why. And I said, there's so much contradiction and it's very like, it's pull, like, what is it? Tug and pull. Like it's a back and forth war that you have created for me to go through by my, like in my head by myself. And also you told me that I couldn't ask questions and I'm a curious person, so I'm always going to ask questions, but apparently I'll be shamed if I dare question anything, but that's what I'm supposed to do. Like I'm going to question everything. I don't know. It's just, I just had so many like negative experiences while being in the church. For me personally, I didn't feel a sense of community. I was di- a like I was a lot I was different. I was the weird one, <laughs> the right, one for yeah. sure. And because of that, it was like, we well, are the bad kid. And I'm like, oh my bad, I'm just like, I just have questions to a- answer right, for whatever yeah. or ask for. But also, um, I remember at a young age being told that uh gay people are evil and that they're going to go to hell because of what they've done. And then I I remember being confused because I know I've known my personal truth since I was a kid. And so it was like so am I a bad person? So if this is true am I going to go to hell? Like is that how it's going to happen or whatever. But then I was like y'all keep saying that he loves everybody and that and it just was like it just made me feel like I was a bad person. And they right. would shame you for it when I didn't do anything wrong. And I yeah. never wanted to come from a place of like y'all were preaching love, but I was like, you don't act on love. You right. can, you, pr- it's wild. Like you preach it, but you don't act on it. And for I, you to have these contradictions, I just was like, this isn't making sense to me. I knew it was a wrap
1: for me in the church that <laughs> my mother currently goes to when. The pastor of the church would not go to his daughter's wedding because she's gay. Meanwhile, she has played the drums for this ministry. I'm assuming at least her entire life, like like for forever since I've been there. Mm-hmm. And I started going there when I was in freaking, I think, middle school. Um, And she has always played drums, always cut her hair. So mama, the signs were there. And for you to not just go... Not even... And you're a pastor. Not only should you have went, you should have, like, walked her down the aisle. Or be the... the um, What do you call it when they... The people who read it? Ordained the mm-hmm. Ordain? mm mm-hmm. Ordain,
0: yeah. Something ordain. <laughs> ordain. Right.
1: Ordain-y. You, like, Ordain-y-y. you should have been involved in the wedding lesson on just being present. And when he couldn't even do that, I was like, that's a wrap. Like absolutely you cannot you cannot tell me that there is hate there's not hate in this person's heart when they would not even go to their own daughter's wedding thank you meanwhile she is literally across from you every sunday every sunday
0: is there like a a christian rule of like if you have hate in your heart you you go to hell or something is that a thing i don't know i don't i don't know
1: I think, like, I think it's, like, if you just, like, um, like, give your life to Christ and you're automatically going to heaven. Not automatically, but, like, if if you repent and give your life to Christ. Because I remember them, them, them being, like, when I was younger, being, like, um, on your deathbed, if you just give your life to Christ, that's not too late. You're still making it to heaven. So it's, like, kind of, like, one of those things that you just have to, like, mm.
0: finesse. <laughs> you have to finesse your way to heaven. Hey Jesus, <laughs> hey, yo, no, I've been I've been good this whole time. I don't know what you would not, <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I just did that that thing one time. Can I repent my sins though? Is it is it all? It's the only is all I'm
1: like, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. We stop. can't be um, telling these people. Um, but that being said, like I feel like now, and I don't think that uh, this is personally a belief of mine, but I do thoroughly enjoy astrology. I just think it makes more sense in the grand scheme of things of like why certain people act certain ways um, and why we have certain traits and like why our lives moves in certain directions. Like a lot of it is just like pinpointed in like where you were born, what time and stuff like that. You could go very in depth into it and I'm very surface level when it comes to astrology. I don't go too deep, but what I do know makes a lot of sense to me.
0: You know, so we were talking about this at uh, at lunch today. Um, me and my friend Brianna and Blaine. So we were talking about. Brianna brought up astrology. She she asked she she asked today, and she said, "You know, do you do you guys like believe in it, or do you like, you know, or is it a fun thing? Like, like what's your? F-? I think somebody asked it, and so I was like, yes and no. Like, I do believe in it because obviously I'm so invested <laughs> into it, and I'm learning so much about it. Um. But I say no sometimes because I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can live by it, whatever, whatever. And Brianna made a very good point. She was saying, and 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 this kind of goes into you know my belief when it comes to spirituality and whatnot. But she w- brought up and she said, here's my thing. It's she was like the sun, the not the sun, the moon, like the moon's orbit around our Earth controls our weather in some like the oceans in some way, the water and whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever there's actual like things in orbit and affecting us on this planet. And she was like, and then as a human, I'm 60% water. And she was just kind of making these valid points of like, I just don't understand how something couldn't be, couldn't connect us. And the thing is, Mm -hmm. is also astrology connects us all as people, as humans on this planet. And I was like, that's very true. Like, yes, because we were like us being born in a specific time at a specific time and at a specific place is a time of whatever the earth was and whatever the moon and whatever the stars were going through in that moment. And it does affect us. Like there is like (laughs) the gravitational pull of if like the moon fucking decides to fuck up, like we're fucked. You know what I mean? And (laughs) shit. And so like. I don't know, I just like she was it kind of makes she was making very valid points in that because I also was saying when it comes to spirituality, and I, I was talking about that this morning, but I'm a big person when I say I'm a big believer in energy, um I really am because I was like, literally, our entire bodies are made up of atoms, and our at if you look scientifically close, atoms are vibrating the entire time. they don't sit still. We're vibrating the entire time. And so if that's my entire being, and that's the entire being of the planet and that's what it's entirely made out of, vibrations are a thing that I that makes sense to me. So when I think of things aligning, when I think of me centering myself, me uh existing as a person that lives on a high vibration, I know that it's just it's not an unreal thing because it's not like, oh, people are just like, they're speaking some hocus pocus shit. And I'm like, No, there's, like, science attached to it (laughs) because it it solidifies my logic in it as well. There – if I meet somebody that is, you know, a a lower energy or, like, lower vibration, I'm like, oh, that does, like, kind of calm me down when I'm, like, at 10 and it kind of evens me out. Or when it comes to things happening in my future or things aligning, I start to feel it. Like, right now in my life, like, I'm starting to feel a very fell. – I'm starting to feel a very – I feel a shift coming and I don't need like a TikTok or like a, for me, like I don't need anything telling me like, Oh, you have a shift coming. I'm like, I feel it. Like I yeah. know something is because my energy is changing and me wanting to align with it and me changing my habits of things that literally like were, I was doing as a coping mechanism is changing and shifting. And so I don't know like it's I'm I'm definitely I mean that's just to say I'm not I'm not a religious person. Um I wouldn't consider myself ooh oh girl. I wouldn't consider myself a Christian because I just I have I have so many questions about it and every time I ask a question they don't want to answer it. And so to me I'm like I can't devote myself to something that I don't understand and I don't yeah agree with that and in, in, in all of that. So I consider myself to be a lot more. I just say I'm a spiritual person. I believe in energy. I believe in vibrations. I believe in being a good fucking person. I believe in trying to be pure with my intentions. I believe in when I, because for me, I'm like, I believe in love and love being spread to all people not like oh this group or like they look like no like that doesn't make sense like as long as you're a good fucking person that's really on this earth that's like trying and is like hey i'm just trying to do my own thing like trying you know for yourself and like for your family and for your loved ones and your friends and whatever the fuck it is i personally just believe in existing a life like that i don't yeah so that's that's just that's the realm of where I am at with my beliefs <laughs> of all of it. I
1: would say the same thing. I don't I wouldn't consider myself a Christian. Um the question of do I believe in God still is debatable. Um Never. but I definitely feel like um when it comes to spirituality, I definitely can't understand it more. Um and I feel like it allows for people to really be themselves mm-hmm. while going through life. I feel like Christianity paints this picture that everyone has to do the same thing in order to receive the same blessings in order to receive the same reward yep. of going to heaven. When we've seen it time and time again, that that's not how it works, but they're still painting the same picture and it doesn't allow for growth. It doesn't allow to be, and this is only speaking from my experience. I know some Christian, um, some Christianities like they're very loose; like you can do it, basically, you can do whatever you want, but still go to church and blah blah blah. Like some, like you know, like the the hippie yeah. Christians, you know, like the more mm-hmm. whatever. My <laughs> the, the church I was going to was not like that, so I can't yeah. speak for those people. But for me, it's very much um, the type of church that I was brought into. Is like you can't do this, you can't do that. You like it's very much so right and wrong and there was way more wrongs than there were rights and so um i just feel like it was very it was a, it was a very uncomfortable place and i don't think i can ever go back there without just causing more harm <laughs> to myself and thus i'm like i get it like i understand that there is probably a bigger entity around us that's moving that's like working that's Either pulling us one way or the other, but what that is, I don't know,
0: and it's hard to say one way or the other. To be quite honest, we really have the same mindset in this because I I believe we never agree on shit. We never agree on shit. We really don't. I'll be like, yeah, okay, no, this like we're we're very aligned (laughs) (laughs) in in our fucking (laughs) beliefs because I I genuinely believe the same thing. Like I believe that for me personally, I you can say god you can say allah you can say you can call the higher being whatever name i do believe that there is i feel like there is a higher being there's a higher whatever there's a bigger power there's a
1: force that is there's something like, there there's something they're like the the fact that we are like and not to be too like
0: oh, <laughs> this episode to do that go
1: ahead but there but we are literally, literally on a floating rock in outer space in in galaxy like there is like something to be and I sound like I feel like, I sound like so lame we're we're on a floating rock <laughs> but we're literally on a floating rock in one of many galaxies and like you know what I'm saying like there's something to be said as to why we're here and what yeah. that purpose of us being here is and that's for everybody's own journey to figure out but it's very it's, it's, that purpose is very narrow when it comes to Christianity, and I can only speak for Christianity because that's the only yep. religion that I was a part of. I don't know what any other religion do or how they see see that, but it's that purpose is always very narrow. The purpose in when, what I was taught when I went to church was that you are supposed to do the work of God to go to heaven. That was your and life that's purpose. supposed to be
0: your life. Like that's that's all you work
1: towards. Me. That's the that's only thing. Me. That's your main purpose is getting into the gates of heaven and that sounds like a (laughs) but i will say that um a big part of oh go ahead
0: sorry i wanted to before we like keep it going but i wanted because i wanted to share a story that like kind of like solidified my beliefs in spirituality um which was like in 2019 um (sighs) it was a situation where I went to a family event and I hadn't seen these people in so long, but like, I was like, we all grew up together. Y'all saw me come up like as a kid and like, this is going to be great. We're going to have a good time, whatever, whatever. I find out that day it's at the church. Now this is sus. It's, it was a graduation party. <laughs> and I was like, this is all right. A graduation party. We supposed to get lit and celebrate. Like what, what is this? Like Ethiopians party. They drank like, that's a thing. And I wore, uh, I I wore, um, because they said it was a graduation party. I wore a, like a what is it called? It was like a one piece, but like my the only thing that was out like showing skin was my shoulders. Oh, uh, uh, um, a strapless. Yeah, and but it was you know I didn't think it was bad at all. Very soon found out It was a different opinion. But I wore that jeans and like my heels because y'all said it was a graduation party. Y'all didn't tell me I was coming to church and I found out that day. So that was my fit. And I tried to be like, okay, cool. I guess this is what I have. So we go and or I go and I walk in to a room of people that I have so much love for. And all I felt was disgusting judgment upon me. I am also a curvy shaped, I have a curvy body. Yeah. Sexualized. Immediately it's sexualized. I didn't do shit to sexualize it. You did that. That was your brain. And that's what everybody collectively did in the room. And I felt it. And I'm so happy my best friend was there because sis, the the only reason why I got through that was because of her. And she came to me, she walked over and like, just like held my hand and was like, okay, so let's go to the table because everybody fucking saw what the fuck happened. And nobody had to say shit they right. just it was just pure judgment and i was so just immediately hurt and heartbroken and it 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 solidified my belief in this religion and the the mindset that these people have and i was so upset and angry that 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 happened and i was supposed to come into a space of love and oh my god remember when we did this but instead i came into a room of judgment and hate and ugliness I feel like I still feel like really emotional about it because it was the most infuriating thing. Cause I said, How fucking dare you think that you're a good fucking person? All of y'all think you're good fucking pe you genuinely believe you're gonna go to heaven with this kind of a behavior because you've been taught this. And I feel like it's frustrating because like I want to be angry at you, but I also like know that that's all you know. Right. Like that's all you, you know. At some like, point you can't be mad because Yeah. It's just it's just it's so hurtful because it's they do things that are so personal to you right. and they and they do it publicly and you want to like go the fuck in, but you like the grace side of me is like that's all they don't know any better, and even if they try like they really just don't understand or know it, so I don't know ever since that day, like i th- from that day moving forward, I was like, I'm not going to church ever again, don't ever ask me, I'm not doing that. I don't want to go in an event where it, the person who's leading the event is very like religious based. I don't want to be a part of it. If I need to be respectful in certain things of my culture where I do need to be a part like of things, I'll do it because I'm going to respect my elders and I'm I still have that cultural, you right. know, aspect. But no, that completely solidified my belief in spirituality and just to move forward and into that because that made more sense of living a pure life of living my best life, being honest with myself. Being honest with others, not just passing judgment, trying to check myself, telling the truth and not lying, and being allowed to fucking ask questions. Oh, I'm sorry. I just had to preach on that because that's how you should now live your life. Be fucking with happy. Salem. Come on. I'm not starting a cult. Okay, y'all. <laughs> but that's just my word. <laughs> if you want to follow me on Instagram, please just do that. But. <laughs> she says only like said that's the only following that I follow is the Thank one you. on social
1: media. Yep, yep. yep.
0: Mm-mm.
1: But no, I fully, I fully feel that, and I've had several experiences myself in the church where I was just always the outcast because you know me, I'm quiet. Like I don't say yeah. nothing to nobody unless I'm spoken to, and so it was always. And my sister is very vocal. She's very sociable. She she's friends with everybody. She Would was she on say- the fire. Hmm? What she said, we were. Kinder spirits. There we go. And so, um, and so it was always, I was always just like, I just always felt awkward in, in, at church. And I don't know. But, um, but because we both have similar beliefs on spirituality, Salem, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how do you, do you believe in manifestation?
0: Not at all. I'm just kidding. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I do. Absolutely, I got. Um, I was talking about manifestation on my IG story once, and somebody like came into my DMs and just was like, kind of, dra- not kind of. They were dragging me. They were dragging me for believing in manifestation. They said, "No, that's just hard work. No, that's just da 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 da." And I was like, "Okay." And then I actually ended up deleting it because it- they made me feel bad about it. Yeah, oh like my I felt. I felt bad about, like, what I was saying. Because my biggest fear, I, you know, I have anxiety and shit. So I always say, like, I don't like to be loud and wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it scares me. um So, yeah, I mean, that's just for personal reasons. But I just, I, I deleted it. And then I thought about it. And I was like, no, but I genuinely, that's what I believe in. And people can fuck off and believe in what the fuck they want to believe in. But that's what I believe in. I believe in speaking things into existence. Again, I mean, it stems from... Uh, uh, Speaking of which, I have a point to make. So I was on,
1: um, I think, so So my girlfriend Ange saw a tweet about someone tweeting about how um, when you achieve goals in silence, it's a bigger, like, it feels good to, like, achieve things that nobody knew about. And Ange, on her end, was like, why would anyone, like, not tell people about their goals or what they're... Wanted to do or whatever, whatever, and then just yesterday, my favorite YouTuber Raven Elise on her Instagram kind of talked about a similar thing of like she basically was saying that you'll be surprised how many people want to root you on, or how many people want to give you resources, or how many people want to see you thrive in whatever goal or whatever like venture you want to take on. But I was telling Ange initially when she saw the tweet that I kind of. I kind of related to the person who like achieved things in silence because oftentimes people in my position, black females or people who just don't have like the greatest support system, when you tell people you're gonna do something, either you do it or you're gonna be made a fucking clown out of. And it's like there's Mm -hmm. no room for failure. And I kind of like related to that person of like, okay, I'm gonna set this goal into my own head and I'm gonna achieve it on my own terms. And not let anybody else influence what happens to this goal. Also, mm-hmm. another point I was trying to make was that, um, or that I did make, was that um, a lot of people wish ill on people. Like, if you be like, oh, I want to really That's buy a true. house. If somebody, whether you know it or not, people are just evil where they'll be like, they will try their their very best to like not allow you to reach that goal whatever it means that they have to do and so it's kind of like you don't want to put something that you're trying to work so hard on out there for somebody else to just kind of just shit on you know what i'm saying but raven was basically saying that like once you get that goal out of your head it comes it becomes way more tangible it becomes way more like a thing instead of just something that's in your head and i completely agree that like once you get out of your head, once you start telling people about it, that is a form of manifestation of like yeah. I'm going to do this by this day and time now watch me do it or I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna blah 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 that is in and of itself a form of manifestation, and I kind of believe that now, and I feel like I now have a support system where I can appl- uh <laughs> where I can like now tell people when I'm trying to read certain things or tell people when or a goal of mine or like a um like a business venture or like just anything I feel like I now have that support system whereas before
0: I was just movement in silence yeah that makes sense I because that's what I was literally about to say is like for me what what came out was at least what I've learned in my experience um is that like I am very particular about who I tell my goals to um I because I believe in saying it and I'm, I'm always somebody who says it and speaks it out and shares it and whatever whatever but i also have met a lot of evil people in my life who wi- who didn't wish the best for me who would actually go under my like behind my back to try to do something you know shady or whatever to just make sure i didn't win um and whatever it is i was doing and so what i've done is really just found a way to just try to create a safe space for me to share that because I did get shit on for my ideas. I got called crazy. Okay, I, I, can we do the best example? Whoa. Can I give the best example of of me speaking in my my shit manifesting shit in my life? Yeah, go ahead. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I will bring this up till the day I fucking die. I swear. Oh God, I swear. Beyonce on, on December fucking what was it, eighteenth, changed my life. But it's true because I remember. Every, almost damn near every day in high school, I was like, I'm going to meet Beyonce. 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 And the, like, it's, it was more people just doubting me. And then you had people who were just like, just like shitting on my ideas of like, that's just never going to happen for you. I don't know why you're dreaming that big. So I've always been a person who dreams big and I Just I've always just naturally done that in the sense of just shooting for the fucking stars, no matter how crazy it is. I had teachers. I had guidance counselors, fucking grown ass adults tell me to be realistic. I live in a world of delusion that works for me. Okay, that's what I've always that's what I grew up in. That's what I know. And to me, the delusion is also my reality. Of, of what I create. And I don't like being put down or told this is, this is, uh, this is not realistic. This is not what you should. And I'm like, bitch, I'm just existing on a fucking floating rock. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Why are you you creating these fucking rules? I lit. it literally doesn't make any fucking sense to me. None of this is, bitch, there's a moon and there's a sky and there's a, why can't the fuck I meet Beyonce? Like, what are you talking about? Like that, that's what, how my brain operated. And so when I met Beyonce, I had, um, damn, I'm just name dropping in here, bruh. <laughs> I've lived a fabulous life. <laughs> Beyonce just saying happy birthday to Beyonce just saying happy birthday to me and gave me a hug and a kiss. So if you want to check that video out, um, links in the below, links below. Um, But yeah, no, it was, uh, it happened and everybody was like, I was rooting for you. And I was like, where are you though? No, I didn't even say, were you, though? I said, no, you weren't. No, the sure. fuck you weren't. It was just, but people are, people are hateful and they will bring you down. And sometimes it worked and it really fucked with me and they succeeded. So then I just learned to figure out who I could trust to share my goals and my aspirations with and who is going to be my biggest supporter in making this dream and goal of mine a reality but I also am like, I need to say it and I need to speak it out. And I need to say that this is going to happen also. Okay. So Brittany and I were talking and Brittany was like, I need you. (laughs) Brittany calls me and she goes, I need you to teach me how you manifest shit because your manifestation, like the way you manifest be on a different fucking level. And I said, what do you mean? And but I I also kind of understood what she meant a little bit, and she kind of explained like, she's like you just say it and it's almost uh, it's you know it and then it happens. And I said, if I believe it's genuinely like uh, Beyonce, I was like it's a little bit of a stretch, but it's not unattainable. I don't believe nothing is ever unattainable. I always believe that you can attain something. We yeah. just have to figure out the road of how to get there. Um. But like, yeah, no, I, I, but I also, I told her, I said, when it comes to me, I, I'm, I I don't want to say just aware, but like being in tune with my body and myself and my mind and my, you know, my soul, like, is so important to me. And so when I feel something is going to happen in my bones, dead ass. It's, it's something. And it's just a, it's a confirmation. It's, it's weird. I sound, sometimes people think I sound crazy, but when I manifest things, I go, I'm going to speak into existence. This is going to happen. Oh, I'm not going to say that. Actually, I'll tell you, I'll tell you after. (laughs) I was about to, oh, (laughs) some backstage. Okay. But yeah, like, I just feel it and i know it i'm saying i'm saying this is gonna happen this is how it's gonna happen this is maybe how it'll happen but this is the goal and in some kind of way this goal is going to fucking happen and i'm going to accomplish it and it's going to be successful and great and phenomenal and wonderful but yeah i don't know i just i just i'm like vibrations, energy we're all aligned
1: i feel like i manifest way differently than you do
0: I'm more, a, I'm more of a I'm
1: more of a write crazy, it down. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm more of a write it down type of bitch. I'm more of a like mm. write it down, write down the plan, write down achievable goals towards that plan and try to do those. But not only that, I take it a step further. And if I'm really down and out, if I'm really trying to work towards something, like I will wake up and just envision the goal that I have. And then the feeling that I'm going to have once I get there. Like Mm. I try to like Mm. place myself there and then feel like either the relief of stress or the abundance of whatever I'm trying to give or like, you know, just like the feeling of like, okay, I finally did this. Like the, the pressure is now off and and I'm now in this goal that I've already, already that I've worked towards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it's like, I'm trying to put it on paper, sign the contract pretty much and then act towards it and then really just like mentally put myself in the space of like i already have it and this is how Mm -hmm. that's gonna feel
0: i like that i like that i think i think it my the way i manifest kind of overlaps in the sense of how i do things personally but i like the the putting yourself in that place and in that mentality because i i kind of Here's what I'll say. So like right now my goal is to uh there's an area in Maryland that I want to live in. Not Potomac, because I don't live in Potomac. <laughs> I don't fucking live in Potomac. But um nothing bad with that area, by the way. So don't number me. But I I just I like the community in that area. And I'm like, it's literally a perfect spot between DC and Baltimore. And I I see myself, and when I say like, I just I like to sit and I I look at apartments and I look at places and then I look at like furniture and then I look at like, I'm like, oh my God, how would you decorate it and what would be here? And oh, oh my God. And if I, when I have it like that space, I want to be able to have a space where I do my nine to five job because I need to have, for me, I always say I need a steady income and that's what I'm working towards now. But I need to have a space to create. Okay, we're going to do this. Okay, cool. And then this – like, I I do the same in that sense of, like, I want to see myself there because I know it's going to feel so good and it's going to be so worth it. And it's, it's going to be literally just my happy place of, like, this is mine. Like, this is my space. Everything that I've, like – everywhere that I've, like, lived, I haven't – I've never, like, really decorated because I didn't feel like it was truly my own. Yeah. And I want to create that space, so – yeah, i definitely, When
1: I was, um, when I, before I moved into my apartment, and I even did this when I got my first car, I was like, I'm going to get a car. Like, I would be, like, on my way to work in my mom's little car that was, like, giving us issues being like, I'm going to get a car. When I get that car, it's going to be like this. When I get the car, I'm going to be able to do like, this. like, I was just, like, in my head, like, how I was going to feel in that, in that new thing. And the same thing happened when I was trying to get my first apartment. Literally, I remember I was like, literally like on hustle mode of like, I need to move out before I lose my shit. Every morning to work, I was like, okay, I need to find a new job. I need to find a new job. I need to find a new job so that I can for sure have enough money to support this new apartment that I, uh, that I'm trying to get. I need to find an apartment <laughs> that's in my, like, I was like, literally like already like, okay, new job, new apartment live on my own like I was like already there like on my way to work I was just like even that the whole time I was like driving to work the mm-hmm. whole time
0: that's, I, boom, I, think that's I think like literally
1: is... it happened to the fact that like I found my apartment and then I started working like a week before I moved in like I at, had at a mm-hmm. new job
0: look at God <laughs> amazing won't he do it
1: won't he do it (laughs) he may not come when you want him (laughs) i gotta go (laughs)
0: go. something about to make us both go to hell (laughs) go might go (laughs) i feel like i signed my letter but um let me not say that um (laughs) Anyways, thank y'all for tuning into our wonderful episode. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Please do like and subscribe to Lemonade and Tea on YouTube. Uh, Follow us and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and Amazon Podcasts, and all that good stuff. Um, What was your upbringing like? What was was everything? Like, share your story in the comments below. We want to know. What was your experience? What do you believe in manifestation? Are you more spiritual? Are you are you religious? And listen, also if you're gay and religious, let us know. Like what is your experience in that? Um, yeah, and all that good stuff. Alexis, you want to add anything? Um, no. Okay. And in closing <laughs> out, um, shout out to Pangina Heels.
1: <laughs> like, I'm leaving. All
0: right. Bye y'all. Bye y'all. <laughs>